0: Hey, okay, so this is Paul. uh I am now starting the podcast. I am calling Ben because I had a problem starting the recording, but now the recording is happening, and so I'm gonna call Ben. The podcast is already in motion, and Ben will just have to discover that that's what's happening when Ben answers, uh which should be soon. Uh, it should be very soon. I'm gonna join the meeting, and then Ben's gonna be here. And Ben is going to be coming into about one minute of me talking about starting the podcast uh, without knowing that I had started the podcast. So that's where we're at right now. Ben is now here. My cat is being a little weird. Uh, So Hmm. there may be some cat interference. Now, Ben is saying, hmm, I'm wondering if he's having trouble hearing me. Or if he can hear I'm not
1: having trouble hearing you. Okay. What I'm having trouble is I'm hearing myself and the uh, video has frozen. Oh, no. So that means, oh, man, we're back. Okay. And it's frozen again.
0: So when you're hearing yourself, Mm -hmm. you're hearing yourself like a little echo, like a delay of yourself?
1: Yeah, it's, um, that's just going to have to be, uh, it's. I guarantee you it's a setting on my end. So, hang on a sec. Now, I... So, he, I did that thing. I did that thing where I um, updated this stream box. And so, uh, like, right before... The, not right before the show, but earlier today. So, I... Uh, uh, wish I hadn't have done that. Well, I mean, it needed to be... It needed to happen every once in a while now or eventually
0: on other podcasts this would normally be cut out all of the stuff that's happening here uh we people would normally yeah. edit it out but uh, there are two things one we don't edit the podcast and two this is a great example of what this podcast is all about this is a podcast for people way in the future so that they could find out what life was like when we were living here and now and i have this idea i have this 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 hypothetical uh thought that the people listening will find these technical discussions we're having about why the podcast isn't working the way that it would normally work uh instructive like this is where they get to see the machinery of how people of our time put these uh podcasts together uh I'm gonna explain that that right now, uh, we are streaming video, which is a visual way that you can see us. It's approximations of us moving on a screen. And
1: actually we're not, I haven't started the stream yet.
0: Okay, so that would be happening if we had started the stream. The stream is a term for the images that are being not just on our screens, but on other people's screens as well. They, they will be able to see representations of us on their screens as we, as we talk. And then there's also an audio component uh, that I am recording and Ben is recording. And Ben will put those two recordings together and then we'll post it and then people will be able to listen to our conversations. People anywhere in the world... Uh, where the Internet goes. And the Internet, of course, is a, uh, a method of changing digital information into uh, real-world things that you can see on your screens. Again, uh, I have two screens that I'm using. One is called an iPad, which is uh, something that was made by a company called Apple. Apple was the name that signified the company. I know that there are... There are things called apples. Well, hopefully you still have apples. Apples used to be, uh, well, and still are in some ways, a fruit that uh, we would eat for uh, enjoyment and uh, also nutrition. Uh, they would, uh, people would call New York City, which is a, a city in the United States of America, which is on a continent uh, called America, North America specifically uh there is uh yeah and they would call that the big apple now i don't know why they called it the big apple i'm sure someone uh would know and be able to tell us but at least at this point what i can say is that uh apple uh choosing the word apple for their company uh who knows exactly why uh when a is for apple is something that people say it's a very basic uh way of uh, a is a letter of the English language, uh, it's a symbol that uh, connotates a sound. Uh, the same, the same letter A can me can be used for a couple of different vowel sounds. But when you when you teach people, oh, that's really interesting. Now that I think about it, when you teach children and you say A is for apple, A is the sound that an A makes. But also, a ah is a sound that the A makes. And so, when they say A is for Apple, they're, they're saying A, but they're also saying ah. Both of those things uh, are starting with the letter... I mean, both of those are sounds that you associate with the letter A. And so, maybe, uh, in this case, they're using the term A for Apple because it's basic. But also in the religions of this time that are of the judeo-christian uh side of things the first two people uh adam and eve of course fell from uh their their innocence their grace uh because of an act that uh that they committed which was the eating of an apple which was forbidden so is it possible that apple choosing that as their name is a throwback to that story and what what they're doing is they're calling their company apple meaning they're creating things that cause temptation and uh, anyone who has spent a lot of time on an iphone or an ipad knows how tempting that can be now i know that you're you're hearing ben swearing uh, in the back, and the the reason that Ben is swearing is because there are technical issues going on. What I'm doing is called vamping, where you continue to talk. You might think that Ben's swearing is at me because he's trying to talk and I'm still talking, but that's not the case. I'm doing what he wants me to do, which is to fill the space with time. And I haven't even gotten to the, the, the fact that I also have a laptop uh, that I'm using. The laptop I'm using is to record... Oh okay, gotcha. So the laptop, uh, which mine is called a Lenovo, I believe it's called L E N O V uh, O, which by the way is running uh, Ubuntu, Ubuntu, which is a version of um, I think I think it's Linux. I want to say Ubuntu. It's it's. I don't think it's just Unix. I think it's Linux, but. Ubuntu is a sort of a third option. Uh, normally, uh, Apple, the company we already mentioned, uh, makes uh, operating system uh, or an OS uh, for my laptop. I'm not, not my laptop. I'm sorry, my um, my iPad, which is called iOS, um, and that's what that's running. It's it's basically. Uh, how do I describe An operating system is the software that makes the other software work. It's a platform, if you will, uh, that runs all the other programs. A program is a discrete uh, bit of code that does a thing. All right. uh, a program can do many different things. Uh, right now, Ben and I are talking on a program called Zoom. And Zoom, Zoom. allows you to talk to one another... Uh, over the internet, and you see if you're using the visual uh, side of things, you see a picture of the person you're talking to, and then a little picture of you kind of in the corner, and both the pictures move, and the pictures are being picked up by the cameras that are on your devices. Uh, I have a, a a camera for my uh, that's on the front of my iPad, a little a very tiny lens that is picking up the light that is coming off of my body, digitizing that, and then sending it as a series of ones and zeros uh, through a cable that is in my house. uh, And that, that signal is going through that cable through the internet, which is a series of different uh, a series
1: of two cables
0: and, and ways to get information into a cable that is over where Ben is at in Seattle, Washington, very far away from where I'm at in Illinois. And we have near instantaneous communication, uh, which is pretty. Exciting.
1: Sometimes it's not so sometimes instantaneous.
0: It, there is a lag and you will hear us talk about that sometimes. But,
1: All right. So I'm I'm recording. I'm streaming. uh Yeah. Hey Paul, hey, how's it going? Hey Ben,
0: how's it going? Uh, it sounds like you <laughs> had a little bit of a problem there at the beginning. Well,
1: it's 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 been a day, man.
0: I did spring it on you as well. I did show up, I coming in hot, as they say. I was coming already in hot. You you recording hot <laughs> when I came in. Uh, so so Ben, you say it's been a day. Is it stuff that you can talk about, or stuff that you would rather not talk about?
1: Uh I don't talk about work, but it's this the whole you know this whole uh, um, I. Thought I would use Annex's streaming box to uh, test out the latest Mac OS, Apple release OS 14, Sonoma.
0: Ooh. And
1: um, so I updated that today, and I've spent some day, I've spent some time figuring out, like, working out the quirks and the bugs to make it do what I want it to do. Um, and yeah, and it's it's doing a few things that I don't agree with. Uh, it did that thing where, uh, I like when I turned, cause I record my part of the show mm-hmm. in Logic Pro and it did that thing where I couldn't, it wouldn't recognize my microphone. My, ah. I have a microphone plugged into a USB thing here. And this, So whole... I spent a lot of time figuring that out, got it working. Uh, and then when we started, uh, uh, streaming or when we, when, we, when you came in hot, I think you heard me say, I heard myself, for whatever reason, monitoring was on. I didn't want monitoring on because it's quite distracting. Uh, So I actually had to stop my record, Mm. figure that out. And then, once I got that figured out, I realized that if my Zoom window, which is what we're streaming on, was behind the Logic window, which is how I like to have it. Uh, the Zoom window in my streaming software froze. Oh. yeah. Yikes! So we don't we don't want that for the people. No, a frozen Ben. Who um, would like that? Uh, frozen
0: well, Ben. So so the the one thing I was going to say is that the very beginning of this, the whole reason why I was coming in hot is because I was having a hard time getting my uh, audio recorder, Audacity to start recording i was having a hard time getting a window and then it started i was like well i don't want to stop it just in case it doesn't start again (laughs) so that's why i hit record uh
1: i was briefly considering just downloading audacity to this to this computer and using it and not the fancy expensive logic pro software that i have been using
0: i like audacity it's it's the little engine that could i i use it for a lot of different things. So the one thing, Ben, you you said a, a thing that I often say on this uh, this podcast, which is I don't talk about work. It's it's one of our, our little <laughs> things because I mean I mean, I it's it's better not to talk about your job on a podcast, in my opinion. But I have to talk yeah. about my job for the podcast uh, this one time, only one time, because something happened last week that I think you will find funny and I think the audience will find it funny as well so uh I work at a a job job uh Ben and I often use this as a job 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 job. a job type job a job job is where you have a boss and your boss you know uh expects you to show up and do your work and and you're meant to be a professional and all sorts of things uh one of the things that I do is I work from home, and since I work from home, sometimes I have uh, you know, a chance to listen to stuff in the background while I'm working. And it just so happened that right before this job started, Ben sent me a an email that said, uh, and i'm I'm gonna pull the email up so i can I can read the exact thing. That's a zoom. No, I'm kidding. That's uh, what you sent me today uh so i'm looking up and it was youtube stuff and i'm going to this is from ben so this is something weird i just noticed either someone or something is going through our podcast videos and assigning moments to them as well as providing a transcript which makes me think it's an ai it seems to be random question mark but if you click on any of these videos below and then click the more in the description you can jump to different moments of the video based on the topic or read the transcript and there's some links, and it's learning, growing, absorbing. And right before my meeting started uh, with my group, I happened to click on, and I believe it was the third link down from the bottom. Uh, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to click on that and see if this is the one. And if it's not, I'll, I'll move to the other one. Yeah, this is the one. Uh, okay, so if I go to more. Here And I look at the transcript. I'm going to open the transcript. I'm going to show you what the meeting organizer heard playing from the speakers of my phone right before the meeting started. It's me, Paul Goody, and this is Ben Lawrence, and we're not doing the podcast yet. And this is right where it came in because I'm doing some dumb work thing. And that dumb work thing is going to be done pretty soon, but until then Ben and I are going to talk about things that aren't interesting. And she Whoops. said to me, "Some dumb work thing, huh?" And I oh, was like, man. "No, you don't understand." And it sounds like a lie. This is the thing. Is it sounds like I said, "No, you don't understand." I do this podcast that nobody that listens to, like. and I'm listening to it now on my phone. And that was, that was me, but it was me through the, and so I had to actually find out <laughs> when it was from, I was like, look, this is, this is from, this was from, uh, from 2021, uh, in, in June of 2021, this wasn't that this wasn't now, this wasn't this meeting. In fact, I figured out what the dumb thing is. And then I described what the dumb thing was. It was a dumb thing that I was doing for work, and it was a dumb thing. Uh, I will just... I, I will... You know, I don't talk about work, but I do want to explain what the dumb thing was. It wasn't a meeting. It wasn't anything like that. It was the fact that, that I had to put a thing in two different places uh, because not everyone has access to the source of truth, if that makes sense. So imagine, if you will, I'll give you an analogy... Let's say that you are, um, you are, oh, okay, Annex Theater. Annex Theater sometimes has a sign-up sheet that has, uh, you know, who's using uh, the space at a certain time. Sure. And you go online, you sign up the sign-up sheet, and then that goes. Uh, But imagine that there's a person who refuses to, to use the internet, and so they say, you can't, you, you can't do the sheet I need that I need that website printed out and mailed to me every week so that I know where I'm at and if you yeah. were doing that you yeah. might say I have to do this dumb thing and yeah. and the person isn't dumb it's the circumstances right of of the fact that the, that it's not accessible to them uh sort of like I, that.
1: you know I just i it's... Of course, so you never talk about work, but then that somewhat embarrassing thing happens at work. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's all, its like the the heavens provide. Yeah. And they have a fantastic sense of humor.
0: I, I thought I thought it was pretty funny. Um. Oh, hey, speaking about mu- funny, um, Betty, uh, called this mustache of mine my Commissioner Gordon mustache. Which oh okay yeah. I think it, I think it's it's actually true. Um, she prefers it when I have sort of the handlebars, but I have found I think that this mustache is my preferred one because it's 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 a mustache, but it's also it's as unassuming of a mustache as you can can kind of have, right? It's 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 a straightforward. I have a mustache. Tom Selleck has this kind of mustache, um, you know, like uh, your. Uh, you're uh, the director of Pink Flamingos. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Um,
1: the director of Pink Flamingos, yeah, John Waters.
0: John Waters. Your John Waters mustache is, okay, I'm, I'm a very thin mustache. I'm, I'm doing a thing. Handlebar mustache is, hey, look at my mustache. You know, this mustache, it's a workman's mustache. It's a, yes, this is a mustache. And it, and it exists. But let's get over that and move on to <laughs> other things. Which is why I kind of like it. You were talking, though. You were going to say something.
1: Oh, I was just going back to the whole um, transcripts of the show and chapters. Um, Because when I first saw it, I... uh, able I know that, like, I think it's YouTube. But as as a viewer, you can um, assign chapters to videos. It's some sort of, like, weird like crowdsourced usability or accessibility function um and i don't know i think as a as a, the content owner you have to provide that level of of i don't know if you call it editing or whatnot but that level of input from your viewers because otherwise it'll just get out of control mm. so the first video that i saw was a video the word, the, where there was a trip where there was where there were moments mm-hmm. uh, called out was a video when we were talking about uh, white supremacy judaism Yikes. the kkk i don't remember exactly the context what we were talking about but there was a lot of that discussion yeah and those so there was a chapter in one of the videos like KKK. There's another chapter is is like anti-Semitism, and it brought me back to the time when we were brigaded. Yeah. By uh by some terrible people, and I'm like, oh no, they found us, and they are isolating moments in the videos for their group or whatever. You know, they're calling out moments where we talk about these kinds of things. Um, I went through, I saw a bunch of other videos that had had the same moments called out nothing that bad. Mm-hmm. Like it was just regular random, like we're talking about cars or whatnot, you know? Yeah. Um, so today when I created the YouTube page, I, uh, clicked a, uh, a box that says show more, you know, or like advanced settings. Mm-hmm. And yes, we actually do have... I can't remember exactly what it's called, and I don't want to go back because I don't want to screw up the streaming. Mm-hmm. But it, it YouTube does have a checkbox where it like, do you want us to call out chapter moments in your video automatically? And I guess by default it is checked. So yeah, YouTube is doing that all on its own. It's not terrible. Pe- it's not people doing it for us. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah so that but what i find weird is that it just picks random vi- like uh, it's a, it's like a shotgun blast of videos on of uh, the 390 now 96 live streams that we have no that's not true we have a, a couple hundred live streams so mm-hmm. 396 total shows right um and so yeah i just I, I just found it found that kind of odd how random that is but i mean again it's kind of a cool feature but it's also part of that whole AI is learning what we're saying. AI is, you can find any part you want in any one of our podcasts just by asking YouTube, when did they talk about going to Mars or, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I i feel like, you know,
0: the, the time that we end up in somebody's uh, PhD thesis of, um, you know, uh, when, you know, the two white guy podcasts and, and you know, get <laughs> one of
1: 3.2 million. Of right. Them exactly.
0: On. Um, they always talk about this, this and this. I mean, there is there is this fear that I have. It's not a, a big fear. I think it's very possible that there is a sister podcast to us or a brother podcast, whatever you want to say, where it is two people like us talking about almost the exact same things. Probably not just yeah. one. There are probably tons of it. And we think that we're, you know, unique because we're you and me. But other people are having these exact same conversations. And then again, we talk about this all the time, Ben. What is the fourth dimension? Time. Uh, you, there are other podcasts where there are two guys just like you and me talking about the same stuff that we talk about. It's you and me. And the podcasts that we're producing uh, are similar to one another. Uh, there there are other people who maybe don't do that, right? But we I was talking to Betty about this the other day. Uh, Betty, uh, Goody Pratt, friend of the show, uh, used to be on the Yelling for Betty segment, which she is aged out of at this point.
1: Uh, I figured that would happen eventually. Yeah,
0: you, you called it, and it's its good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The The basic thing that I that I mentioned to her, though, is that, you know, if you think about it, because what what she had talked about was that, you know, we've lived now in in Illinois, almost 10 years, it's going to be 10 years next year. Right.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: and I was saying how, you know, it's crazy because if you if you ask me how long we've been here, I'm going to say it's going to feel like three years, maybe at the most. Right. And I told her part of the reason for that is because we don't do that much different, right? We're doing the same thing over and over again, iterations. And in a way, like there are people who don't, who go, you know, 48 hours without sleep or whatever. But for most of us, right, the daylight cycle and all that puts us in this iteration mindset. You know what are we gonna do the same? What are we gonna to do today, brain? Same thing we do every, you know, so and so Try forth. Try to
1: take over the world.
0: We, as creatures of habit, you know, replicate the same events every day. Basically, we plan out new things. You know, we do say on, you know, if you think about it, right? The planning segment of our lives is actually pretty interesting. Four days from now, I'm going to go and do this, right? So, like, as an example, uh, my friend, uh, Jesse, is putting on this thing called Unity Fest. And that's, you know, something that that had occurred once before. It's going to happen again. It's going to happen this Saturday. And I know about it. And I can plan to go to it. Even though it's not happening, right? We're planning on doing something in the future. And... The fact that we can that we have a way to measure the amount of days that we have and to get all these people together and do all these things it's pretty crazy when you think about it the cooperation the temporal cooperation that we have with people and and That's with how our, society runs with ourselves also you know like I know you that, can
1: thank the trains,
0: yeah. I like trains. We've mm-hmm. talked about this. Trains are good.
1: <laughs> oh, hey!
0: Speaking of, we've talked about this. And um, now
1: YouTube's gonna call this section the trains exactly. conversation,
0: hey, even though we talked about trains for like two seconds. Yeah. Work it out, YouTube. Oh, they know we're talking about them. We like okay. you. You're great. Um, so here's here's the basic thing. Uh, there's a there's a Ben's gonna get us in the news, and I think you already know what it is. Um what Try is me. what is going to happen on Monday possibly for a bunch of people that will have an impact on their lives and livelihood
1: uh well this might have something to do with the writer's strike ending and a bunch of people returning to their jobs on late night television
0: wow that was the exact opposite of what i was thinking but you are you are correct (laughs) that is a that is a thing that is happening um can you guess what the flip side of that might be
1: the flip side of of the um the writer strike ending and late night television returning
0: a lot of people returning to their jobs for late night television what is the flip side of that
1: oh like is it a downside is that what you're talking uh, about yeah
0: but it's not it's, it's it's a flip side it's a what i mean by that is that that is happening uh on the writer's side of things right There is something non-entertainment-related that is the exact opposite of people returning to their jobs on Monday.
1: Oh, there's another union going on strike.
0: Um, that I was not aware. Wow, this is harder
1: than I thought, Ben. (laughs) Something's happening on Monday... That's going to affect a lot of people's lives. Might affect a lot of people's lives. Something Might, might affect.
0: Something might happen on Monday, and if it does, it will something affect a lot might of people's happen lives. On Monday. People that maybe some folks don't think about that often.
1: Uh, the Yellowstone supervolcano is going to erupt. No, but wow. <laughs> um, I don't know.
0: But, when, uh, I'll, I'm going to need a, 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 with, another When you hint. started with the Yellowstone, I thought for a second you might hit upon it. Um... The government may shut down. And what some people don't realize is if the government shuts down, a lot of government workers are furloughed. And what that means is that they um, don't get paid. Correct. They don't work. They don't get paid. They are on hold until the shutdown ends. Now... I't know that, that, that was been, on
1: Monday that's why
0: yeah there are laws that have been passed in the past uh, that they do eventually get paid but they get paid when the government starts up again and they'll get back pay for uh, the time that they well, missed. See, that's
1: interesting because I actually saw a report where these workers did not get back pay. like I there was a there was a um, an interview with a gal who works on like the uh, uh, Congressional House Commissary, mm. right? Well, okay, and when maybe the government maybe shuts maybe down, they, sh- maybe she's she not going to get back But you know, because it's the U.S. government, my, and my guess all is mostly th- terrible people. The 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 uh, the senators and uh, Congress people actually still do get paid.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna make a guess, time. and my guess is the person that works at the commissary is not actually a government employee. My guess is that they are a contractor with a company that contracts with the government to work at the commissary.
1: I mean, the and, point and remains the same. It's somebody affected by the by the shutdown who is not going to get paid, not going to get back pay. Well, yes.
0: Yes. But, and this is important, the the, the thing that I was talking about, because it, it's, there's a part two. The thing that I was talking about was that these people uh, cannot... Get paid, right? While the government is shut down, the the, the government right. employees can't get paid. They will get paid when the shutdown is over for their back pay. But you don't know how long that's going to be. And here's the thing: the people at the commissary who aren't going to get back pay, they can apply for unemployment. They can get start new jobs, whatever. Right? If someone who is a government employee gets unemployment. For the time that they are not working, if the government shuts down, when they get that back paid, they have to pay back all of the unemployment that they got.
1: Yeah, that's a raw deal.
0: Which is not the way it works in a union. If you're in the union and you get laid off, um, you don't have to do a job. Okay, so full disclosure, and Ben, I don't think you mind me talking about this. Both Ben and I, uh, when we lived in Seattle, uh, got laid off at one point in time. And we're having unemployment benefits. Uh, Unemployment benefits, by the way, at least in in the state of Washington where we live, it's unemployment insurance. You pay into it while you're working. Yeah. So it's not, you know, there's this idea that it's a handout. People don't want to work because they're getting, you know, you already worked, You already paid into it. That's what you're getting money for. You're getting insurance for losing the job that you have. And having companies try to get you to work for less money than you're worth, that that's part that the 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 business owners hate. Uh, you cannot rehire someone at a lower salary because they're desperate. Uh, they already paid into this insurance. And in the same way, unions uh, have their own strike funds, right? Where where you know you you can get if you have to go on strike, you can get money and all that. But the other thing is that Ben and I worked for companies that weren't unionized. And when we did that and we got on unemployment insurance, what did we have to do, Ben?
1: We had to look for work.
0: Had to look for work, had to look for work, had to fill out uh, a sheet saying where you look for work, uh, who your contact was, what the outcome was, all of that. Um, you know, again, it's one of those situations where you're not actually... You know, just freeloading. Like people like to think it's it's actually it is it is actual work, and it's also work work where you're asking someone to uh, dig at your self esteem because you're not getting (laughs) hired, and you have to write. You sometimes you have to ask them, okay, why why wasn't I hired? Uh, You know, am I not qualified? You know, all the they they have coaching that you have to do. There's a lot of stuff. You're not just sitting at home collecting money.
1: Which is what a lot of people think people on unemployment do.
0: Exactly. Now, and part of the reason why they might think that is because then one time uh, I was in a union and I got laid off and I got on unemployment and I didn't have to do anything. And the reason I didn't have to do anything is because I was registered at the union hall and... The union hall calls you up whenever there are new jobs, and so you're yeah. you're all they're looking <laughs> for work for you at that time. And so that was that was a little weird. Uh, after having to do all that other stuff, I did feel like this can't be it. I I should be doing more, but <laughs> uh, you know that it is different because you pay into your union. They're they're right. again they're doing that work. And your union dues are paying for them to do that work. So, you know, in a way it it works out. Um, But anyway, so Ben, you bring up a great point. I didn't mean to uh, belittle the people who are contractors working for the government uh, by saying that uh, they aren't the people I'm talking about. They do matter. It is very important that there are people, especially, yeah, um, there are lots of places where... You know, there's there, there are there. Okay, I'll just give an example. There are government buildings that you can't go into if the government isn't there. So even if if you could get paid, you're not going to because the people that you're supporting aren't going to be there. Right. Right. So there's yeah. a lot of that. But the thing I'm talking about specifically, where, where we don't think about, is the fact that, you know, people like, well, they're playing politics. They're playing politics. This is just the way. You know we're a, we're a country where everybody gets a voice, and you know when you give everybody a voice, sometimes this happens. And the the fact is that there is a real human cost of this kind of stuff happening, and it's you know the people who don't get to be working.
1: And I don't know this for a fact. I'm just going to assume because it is what I think of uh, human nature and politics. Um, but I'm, you're right. The, the person who works at the commissary probably works for a private company that contracts with the U.S. government to staff the commissary. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are a bunch of other low-level positions in support of the U.S. government that are done through contractors. Now I'm wondering. Now this is where I'm I'm going to just like make up something just because I think it might have happened mm-hmm. that the person who worked in the commissary, the person who does, you know, who is like the janitor at the White House, the uh, uh, you know somebody who who like just runs mail between one building and another building. That's not a you like a like you know interdepartmental mail. All these work for contracting companies not connected to... They're not officially federal government employees. And I'm guessing that might be because after one of the first government shutdowns, when they start back, when they started back up and had to pay the back pay of all these low-level employees, somebody was probably like, you know what? We could probably save a lot of money by not doing this.
0: Well, I mean, we can save a lot of money by not doing this uh, is... Even even if it's not just because of government shutdowns, it is the reason why they contract out to people um, sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the the big thing though that I would say, uh, and uh, sorry, I just got distracted by something. Do you mind if I if I talk about something that we weren't talking about for just a second? Over your when left. Has shoulder. that ever stopped us? Uh, I am seeing something over your my left, left shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, that one. Um, now, if you look at your screen and you look over your left shoulder, there is something that is not what I'm seeing, but this is what I'm seeing. What I'm seeing is a is a kick-ass green and black bass guitar that is sitting on top. <laughs> Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's a series of yeah, cables. I see what you're about. Uh, yeah, that. But the <laughs> cables look like the strings of a bass guitar. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, sorry. The the. So, yeah, the thing that I was going to say is that um, the important thing to think about in this, and this is you know where we go back to capitalism, the United States, and all that. Um,
1: capitalism.
0: This, the, the government shutdown, right? If you're working for one of those companies, the government shutdown should not affect you because you're not an employee of the government. You're an employee of the company. And so the company right. should compensate you for the time that you're not working because of the government shutdown. You're but, giving a lot of
1: credit to these contractors. <laughs> but
0: that's not the way that, that things work all the time. And this is one that's of those... That's
1: not how, not how capitalism works, yeah. Uh,
0: I used to get into arguments all the time back when I was on Twitter, which was once called X, or, or you know maybe still is now. Scratch uh, that, reverse it. That is now called X. Uh, or, uh, you know, TikTok as well, I would get in arguments with people about this, where I made the argument, and people thought that I was crazy, and they still think that I'm crazy, but I made the argument that the basic income, right, universal basic income, doesn't have to come from the government, that companies could actually do it, that, that you, could, you could theoretically work for a company, and not do anything and that company could pay you with their with their profits and write that off and that that company could set up a university and teach you at it and that co- there are there are so many different things that a company could do that we're used to governments doing and still be capitalist and still do you know all of all of the things just have these work programs or have these benefit you know, basic, like basic human living subscriptions, right? Where you get food and you have a a small apartment at Amazon headquarters and all that, but you're not doing anything. You're on, you know, Amazon basic plus and they're, and they're (laughs) giving you what you need to live, not the government. They could do that. Yeah. That is something that they could do. They're not going to, but they could. And people think that, th- because here's what here's what always happens, right? You talk about uh, universal basic income. And people are like, well, I don't trust the DMV. Why should I trust them to give me, you know, money for this? Or have you ever seen the government be in charge of anything? Look at the VA. You know, that sort of, like, you know, they always bring up yeah. that the government doesn't. But the idea is that if. If AI gets people out of work, if it cuts out and if work, if work no longer happens, if you no longer have a job, right, the government doesn't have to be the one to sustain you. The companies running the new AIs that put people out of work could do that. It is a thing that they could do. There's no law against it. Um, It might be worth it to, to, you know, like, you know, art grants, Hey, I, I heard that you can't do, you know, your regular job anymore. You know, get on this sustainment basic uh, subscription. You know, just call it a subscription service. You get yeah. you get an apartment with a TV in it, and <clears throat> and you just create content. You just get on. They pay <laughs> you to TikTok. They pay you to to draw little pictures. Whatever. Uh, or nothing, or they just pay you to exist. Uh, you know, and they send you all the stuff that isn't selling. it's the it's the um, you know, Packer's Jersey from the year that the Packers didn't win, getting sent over to you know uh, a tribe somewhere uh, oh yeah but but instead for for people in the Midwest, like here, nobody likes Frankenberry Crunch. Uh, we made this, we made this Frankenberry crunch bar. Nobody, nobody likes it. Uh, this for, for this week, you got a hundred of these bars that you can just eat now because you're on this plan. Yeah.
1: Existence is paid.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and, and people I mean, are uh, like, well, they like, wouldn't do that. Well, no, they wouldn't, but they could. That's, that's always, that's always my part. They they wouldn't do it, but they could do it.
1: Yeah, they won't because the
0: first company the first company to ever uh, you know set up their own university and train people at it, people will go crazy for it. People will be
1: the amount like going going back to the food waste. The amount of wasted food in this country is just obscene. The uh, I've I've seen a number of stories where. Like the, you know, we throw away as a country, right? We throw away enough food that would solve hunger everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the the, the infrastructure is not there, the incentive is not there. Why should a company spend money to truck these Frankenberries to the Midwest? They're not getting anything from it. Yeah, exactly.
0: And and so that's that's the thing again.
1: That's where the government has to come in. Well, government's got to say we'll we'll truck it for you. Just give it, give us your overstock.
0: Yeah, if they if they would, that's the other thing. I mean, the government. Uh, I mean, do we want to do we want to get into it? The government is an oligarchy right now. Uh, it's been said by a couple different academics. Uh, you know, we have a we have the again the the little kitty steering wheel, which I still use. every election to to say hey this is who i want to be president of the choices that you've given me um you know that sort of thing uh but but the look at this guy he's so uh, so when i was a kid i had stuffed animals a lot uh did you know about that did you know that about me that i had a whole bunch of stuffed animals
1: no i had stuffed animals too it's a kid
0: thing and the idea was that i wanted i wanted a dog uh, and, and a little stuffed animal sized dog, but my parents wouldn't allow animals in the house. We got an old English sheepdog sheep dog named Sherlock, who I also loved. He was a big, Aww, a Sherlock. big dog. Yeah. 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 Big fuzzy, yeah. fuzzy dog. Um, but I, I got all these little stuffed animals as like, you know, uh, compensation like, Oh, you, know, you can't have, you know, this dog, <laughs> but but what about You what can't about have this? a real
1: one, but here's a fake one. But here's
0: a fake here's a little seal. Uh, and you can you can play around with it. Here's a walrus, you know, that sort of thing. And I loved them, and they were great. Um but Edward moves around and stuff. And he likes me.
1: He Almost does. like he's got a mind he of his really own. He really does.
0: Um so yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. I used to be afraid of dogs. And I still, you know, am afraid of some dogs. People uh, would would mention that to, like as a, oh, come on, you shouldn't be scared of them. The fact is that I grew up in a He's place all right. where dogs are trained to attack people who come into your yard. Right. Like they're, they're guard dogs, guard dogs for the farms. And so, yeah, if you see a dog, you need to get away from the dog and hope that the owner comes and calls them... You know, back. Uh, and so, yeah, when I see an off-leash dog, I get nervous. But now that I have experience with Edward, I kind of know a little bit more about the psychology of dogs, and I can, because because he he's still got a dog brain, even though he's le- really tiny, he still acts like a dog, and so I can kind of, kind of talk to other dogs. I just like, okay, it's just a big version of Edward. Yeah. Uh, and then, his of course, tail is
1: wagging, so he's okay.
0: Like Wiley e. Coyote walking off the cliff and not realizing that there's no cliff there. Uh, he's he's just like Edward, except that he doesn't love me like Edward does, and he's his uh, he's guarding his. You know that that still is a problem of mine that I.
1: Have. The community here in Capitol Hill has decided that Kyle Anderson Park is now an off-leash dog park. Uh, The city is against it, but they don't enforce it at all. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty I mean on the one hand. Yeah, I like dogs You know, I'm not afraid of dogs I mean, I am I am familiar enough with dogs to know that like you should stay away from this one dog You Mm -hmm. know, but when you're just when you're just walking past somebody you know on the sidewalk and their dog is off-leash maybe you don't have time to make a judgment call as whether or not the dog right. is going to lunge at you or whatnot and I this hasn't happened to me personally but I have you know there's a I'm on the Seattle subreddit and almost without fail every week there's a post by somebody who either was bitten or was almost bitten or was uh, charged by an off leash dog and they're like leash your effing dogs yeah
0: um and and there's a um There's a poem, a poem on the bus uh, thing, if you remember, poem on the buses. Um, Yeah. And I I really, uh, really, really didn't like one of the lines which was, you know, talking about bonding with this other person and and we you know, we were secret conspirators, conspirators of dogs without leashes. Something like that. Like, like and talking about that they were both good people they were both good people uh, the the kind of people that you like and and dogs don't belong on leashes they uh, uh, they should be allowed to run free and all that and I was like I I really understand where you're coming from you belong in a place that is not a large city full of strangers yeah. you need to be at a you know, at a at a village where everybody knows everyone, and everybody knows old Cooter the Hound, who loves you, and you know, right. keeps the bears away. Exactly. Whatever. Um. The, yeah. Because I, I mean, I knowing that about Callenderson Park, uh, I would not go there. I would stay away. <laughs> in general,
1: there was I don't know I, I may have told this story before in the podcast, but I was dog-sitting for a friend of ours Emily Sershon and I was dog-sitting her dog Jean-Luc which is a uh I believe a labradoodle named Uh, named after Picard
0: or uh yes
1: named after Picard I thought maybe
0: named after the uh the waiter in the coffee commercial so okay got
1: a big a big muppety dog so um I was I was dog-sitting one day took Jean-Luc for a walk because that's what you do when you dog sit you they gotta go to the bathroom um we went over to the park keep in mind I never took him off leash he was always on the leash yeah. but we were on the play field which is like you know where they have the softball and the soccer courts right yeah. it's not like a grassy hill it's you know the play field yeah. it's an actually an artificial turf play field um and it was this was like 9 o'clock in the morning, there's nobody else out there. So nobody was playing a game or anything like that. It was just me and Jean-Luc on this giant field. And I'm just running around with them. Like, I have them on the leash, and we're just running, yeah. and I'm, you know, we're playing. This parks department guy comes up and yells at me. And he's like, get that dog off the field. That's a $5 million field. Get the dog off the field. You're not allowed there. And I'm like sorry sorry no sorry so we, we beat feet and got off the playfield. field and I, and I was feeling like really sheepish I'm like well jeez I did something terrible on my way home that night I looked all over there are no signs saying dogs weren't allowed on the field there's one sign saying dogs weren't allowed on the field during a game right with people were playing like a, a city sanctioned softball game yeah don't let your dog run out onto the field I think about that moment, and this has been a number of years. I think about that moment every time I walk past Cal Anderson Park, especially the Bobby Moore's Playfield. Yeah. And there are thirty dogs running around, yeah. off leash. You know, and you know the reason why the reason why they don't want dogs on the playfield is because you know a dog might go to the bathroom on the playfield. Yeah. You might not be able to clean it all up with your little bag. So there's artificial turf grass. You know grass shards that have dog feces on them and yep. then somebody goes out the next day, plays softball sl- and slides all through it. It is a public health hazard. Yeah. But like but the city, man, you got to be consistent in your enforcing rules. You
0: could have you could have yelled, there's nothing in the rule book that says that a dog can't play <laughs> soccer. Air Jean-Luc. Air Jean-Luc. Um, what was that waiter's name? Jean-Luc. That one. You did you ever watch that?
1: Uh, uh yeah I do I do remember that one. There's yeah, that the,
0: there's that other one where where the guy where they do this weird thing. Uh, like people people always talk about this one commercial. It's a coffee commercial where um it's it's like there are Is it where romantic, the brother comes home yeah. and
1: the, surprises yeah, the sister. Yeah, are
0: romantic vibes and people always talk about that part. That's not the part that makes me weirded out. The part that makes me weirded out is the writing of the of the commercial where he comes to the door, he opens the door, he looks at her and she points to herself and says, "Sister?" Always <laughs> I mean, watch it and it's it's the craziest thing like like it's so weird that yeah maybe that is but if if that had been me, if I had been her, I would have been after after that encounter in my room going, "Sister, what did I?
1: What? <laughs> like, I mean, I, I like the 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 point is he's been gone for a long time, right? Maybe right. she grew up, you know, d- d- matured in some way. He wasn't going to reckon, but of course, but as an that wasn't going to be the case as an actor. At some points
0: in time in my life, as a writer, at some points in time in my life, and as somebody who has dealt with business before, I all I can see is that somebody, somebody in charge, saying they're not going to know that it's his sister. Yeah have have her say sister and point to herself, so that we know that that's the sister. Well, how is it, that going to make it very clunky
1: exposition? Yeah, M-
0: make it so that. For a second, he doesn't know who she is because he's been gone for a while. She's older. And then she uh, calls calls him. We know it's stupid. So she's calling him stupid for not knowing that she's his sister. And so she goes, sister? Like that. That's what happened.
1: There's a, uh, there's a pretty fascinating oral history about that commercial specifically. And how all the people involved were just sort of taken aback. By the the um, uh, the the public's reaction to the alleged romantic interest between the um, brother and sister, and I think they were even they, the the actors are even in this oral history. I think maybe the woman is, um, where she was like, of course that has nothing to do with it, but like, she was just following the director's direction and. And that's the take they went with? Uh, the the director. All right, now. You haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> and you're I looking, got this
0: note. And you're looking at this guy and you're like, hey, uh, you know, uh, who is this? Who is this? Oh, oh, no. It's my brother. Uh, but. Right, but. I, hold, hold on. I'll be right back. Uh, Ma, what is it? No, tell her tell her I'm working. Uh, all right. So it is. <laughs> so here's here's one last thing i wanted to mention about this and that's that they aren't brother and sister they're actors they're doing a thing but we've bought into the narrative <laughs> and that's why i want to bring up kayfabe Ben, kayfabe have you heard of it
1: it's a wrestling term yeah. yes
0: did we talk about this already on the podcast i don't think we have K-fave I don't know. I don't think so. In wrestling, is is basically a short way of saying suspension of disbelief. The idea, basically, that it's it's wrestling. Wrestling comes in and it goes, "Hey, I know I'm fake. You know I'm fake, but I'm not going to insult you by rubbing it in your face. I'm going to pretend just enough that I'm real, so that when you're here in the in the Auditorium, you're yelling and you're you're clapping and all that, that you don't feel stupid. I'm gonna I'm gonna and so the idea being um, that you don't run into a situation where two wrestlers who are supposed to be enemies arrive in the same car. For example. Uh, yeah. you know, like, like, like I gave, I gave you a ride into, into this thing. That's, that's one. Um, the story that I heard about the greatest kayfabe violation was when I think it was Hacksaw, Jim Duggan and the Iron Sheik, uh, were supposed to be rivals and they were drinking and doing cocaine in a car together and got arrested. <laughs> To which yeah, like, I say, you know, at that point in time, they have to become a tag team partnership. That's that's the only way that
1: that they,
0: I y- they can give, continue to be there.
1: I don't know. This this might be naive. I want to give the the um, fans of wrestling who have bought into the KFA, but I want to give them more credit to like if the story came out that. Uh, uh Jim Duggan and the Iron Sheik were, you know, weren't actually enemies, you know, or no. or, or, or in a blood feud It's not gonna destroy anything for the audience. No, they're, no. Just, and, they're and still that's... gonna believe buy into what, what's happening in the ring. Uh, you are you are absolutely correct. They they would. But they would
0: they the the idea is that you as a wrestler should not put them into that position. That you that you have a, a duty to to make it seem real, even though they're smart enough to know that it's fake. That's the basic idea behind it. I
1: don't know, man. If I want to do cocaine with my friend in a car, I'm probably not going to think about what the ramifications of my, you know, of what an audience member is going to feel. And and who am I to say that the Iron Sheik is not
0: <laughs> a wrestler of, of the highest caliber? I, I, I would I would never I would never bet um so all so there we go um i hope we don't start a few of uh, somebody looking up iron she- I, the iron sheik sitting at home looking at this up iron sheik if you made your way here because you were googling yourself and you found that we talked about you on this podcast um th- no problems no problems whatsoever and and as far as i know that story is alleged. it's uh yeah, no. It's a your, legend. Yeah, a legend.
1: <laughs> it's a legendary
0: story that we have. Um, uh, yeah, I saw. I saw a clip uh, that was posted online recently of CM Punk uh, doing this to himself with a razor blade, so that he, when he stood up, he was bleeding. I mean, that's the thing. Is Wrestling, he another wrestler? Yeah, he's a wrestler. Wrestling God. isn't real, and yet it's more real than a lot of things. It's it's very strange. But anyway, kayfabe. I love it. I love the term. I love the concept. Uh, and I think that reality shows uh, also play into that. A
1: little bit. To a lesser extent. I think a lot of people who watch reality shows believe the do you reality. S- do
0: you still think the reality? I don't know. Maybe it's just me and Jennifer. I mean, we're both. Because... You know, sometimes we'll watch a thing, and it—it's—it's and it's really like you know, Ben, you know already, when when somebody surprises someone at home and says, "Oh, hi," and the person yeah. that they surprise at home is already mic'd up.
1: Yeah, and there's a camera guy in the house. <laughs>
0: yeah, or or not, you know, they do they do the the thing where they pick him up.
1: I mean, yeah. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> all right, all right. Anyway,
0: all right. Um, <laughs> hey, so, it's about that time. Hey, Paul it is Goody. about that time, Ben. And thanks again for talking to me for another week. I appreciate yeah. it. And I hope you had fun. Uh you know, we had a hiatus uh last week. Uh, which was Yeah. You know, but I you at home didn't know because we banked an episode. Hey. And and hey, listen, you know we I, talked I'm, about it. I mean this for real. We we talk a lot about how this is for people in the future that, that that's why we're doing this. But hey, if you're listening to this and it's not the future yet, we're not mad at you. Thanks for being <laughs> here. You know, the part of the thing that keeps us from being the future bored with this and doing things is because we do think every once in a while that maybe somebody else is listening. And hey, if you're listening to all of these in a row, uh, thank you. And look, 400, almost there. You're going to be at 400, almost there soon.
1: Be there in about a month. Yep, yeah,
0: Pretty fun. All right. Until we talk to you again, uh, dear listener, uh, we would ask you to keep it wrong. Yeah. Keep it wrong, Paul Goody, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Ben Lawrence. You as well. Alrighty. And...
1: Room tone. And we're, we're clear. I do like how I...
0: Oh. Uh, it's still recording. Sorry. Uh, one second. Oh gosh, it's still going. This is the problem that I was running into last time.